Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites is brought to you by my Food and Body Peace program. If you're ready to leave behind food obsession and body image struggles and just get unstuck and moving towards a place of freedom, this program is designed to allow me to support you through this process. Do not delay. Go ahead over to the, the link in my bio on Instagram. It's at the intuitive underscore RD. Click the first link. You'll be able to watch my program video and answer a few questions to submit your application. And then I'll reach out. We'll have a conversation and figure out which level of the program is going to be the best fit for you. If you're looking primarily for the community and a group coaching atmosphere. I have a level of the program for you. If you're looking for both the community, but also you really want my highest level of one-on-one support, um, I also have a level of the program that will serve you. So get your application in now. Like I said, click the link in my bio on Instagram, submit the application, and I will reach out and talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, welcome to episode 122 of Intuitive Bites. Today we're talking about mindful eating and how it relates to intuitive eating. They're not the same thing, but there's definitely some overlap. So we're going to dive a little bit more deeply into that today. Before we do that, just a reminder that if you've been listening to my podcast and gaining a lot from it, uh, if you wouldn't mind taking a second to leave a rating or review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. You can either just click the stars and let me know what you're thinking of the podcast that way, or leave a comment uh, for a review. That would be amazing. Um, All right, well, let's get into this topic of mindful eating. So what is the difference between intuitive eating and mindful eating? So the basic answer is that intuitive eating is a framework that was developed by two registered dietitians in the 90s. They wrote a book called, of course, Intuitive Eating, (laughs) the first edition, and then there have been several editions since then. Um, And there are 10 principles to intuitive eating that, you know, go that you know start with anything from honoring hunger and then go all the way through to body respect and joyful movement so it's not just focused on eating itself but really it has these 10 principles that encompass a much wider span of things that affect um overall you know relationship to food body and movement um mindful eating on the other hand is not it doesn't have like it's not a specific framework, right, or or model. It's kind of a more general concept. Um, Intuitive eating definitely encompasses mindful eating, right? Like mindful eating can be a tool within intuitive eating. Um, Typically when I'm working with clients and in my food and body peace program, I talk about mindful eating when we talk about satisfaction um, and yeah, and, and kind of having an overall satisfying experience with food is going to require you to be kind of present with that experience and um, looking at everything from the environment that you're eating and who you're eating with 
um, the taste of the food, the temperature of the food, um, how much the food that you are eating aligns with what sounds good to you in that moment, right? Chocolate cake might be highly satisfying to you in general, but if you have eaten nothing but chocolate cake <laughs> all day today, you haven't had anything else, um, it's probably going to be a, a lower satisfying experience compared to if that's the first time you're having chocolate cake today. Um, so yeah, so mindful eating is this tool and this piece within intuitive eating. And it's something that can be really, really helpful when it comes to, um, you know, satisfaction. What I will say about mindful eating as well is that I think, you know, in many ways, the concept has been co-opted like many things, including intuitive eating, um, by diet culture, right? So before I got into the intuitive eating, health at every size space, I was working in, you know, the, the depths of diet culture, and that was in a weight loss surgery clinic. And I remember that in the presentation that I would give to patients before surgery, um, we had slides on mindful eating, right? But it was very much from this perspective of pay attention to your eating so that you eat less, so that you lose weight right? So it was much more a method for control versus a method for self-care and pleasure and satisfaction and enjoyment. So there are definitely different lenses that you can look at mindful eating through. And we, I, I'm really mindful when I'm talking with clients and working with clients on this piece of things that we're not in that self-control place. Uh, I think this can happen a lot too with like like people can basically use mindful eating or the concept of mindful eating as a form of punishment, right? So it's like, oh, I'm eating in such a distracted way, right? I always am scrolling or watching Netflix and blah, blah, blah. And it's like talking in this very judgmental way about having distractions while you're eating. Um, and it's it, it really becomes this rigid rule of I shouldn't be having distractions when I'm eating. It would be better if I was just like sitting in silence eating the meal. And I'm going to be honest, for most people, that's actually not going to be the most satisfying experience most of the time. I do think that it can be a helpful tool to experiment with in terms of like, yeah, like play around with the idea of what what's it like to remove distractions? What is, what is it like to be more present with my my food sometimes or for part of the meal or whatever, but to make it a rigid rule and make it very like good or bad judgment based is not going to be serving you. It's going to be doing the opposite, right? Because likely what's going to happen is you're still going to eat in a distracted way sometimes and you're going to be even more inclined to do it if you're telling yourself that you're bad for doing it, right? From that like place of rebellion. So there's lots to unpack and consider when it comes to this idea of mindful eating, but I don't want to be giving it a bad reputation. I think it's more about how you are viewing it, like the lens you're looking at it through. And again, it's the same with intuitive eating, right? Like intuitive eating can be problematic if we're looking at it through a diet lens and looking at it, at it as, you know, the hunger and fullness diet, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. That is not actually at the, you know, the core of what intuitive eating is, but you can view it that way. So it's the same with mindful eating. It's not, it's, you know, it's not problematic at its core, <laughs> but diet culture has done a good job of kind of co-opting um, the topic. 
So what are the benefits of mindful eating? Again, it kind of goes back to satisfaction um, and really being able to be fully present with the experience, which if you are present while you're eating your ice cream or your chocolate cake, you're going to get so much more out of that, right? And you're going to finish the piece of chocolate cake or whatever feeling satisfied and able to move on with your life, move on with your day because you had that experience versus if you're super tuned out and unaware, then you're going to finish the piece of chocolate cake and maybe still be looking for other stuff because you didn't actually gain the satisfaction that your body was craving from that. One thing I do want to say about this though is that if we're talking about wanting to eat more mindfully and be more present with our eating, we also have to look at things that are getting in the way of us being present with our eating. And more often than not, the clients that I work with in the Food and Body Peace Program are they have very chaotic eating patterns. They get way too overly hungry, hungry way too often, even if they don't realize it because they're so disconnected from their body's cues. Um, so then they're sitting down to their dinner at 7 p.m. or whatever, and they haven't eaten since noon, and they're shoveling food into their mouth, and they're telling they're telling themselves it's because they have Netflix on or whatever, or they're emotionally eating after the hard work day. But in reality, there's this very big part of that equation that is the fact that their body is overly hungry and needs to get the food in as quickly as possible. So that is not going to be a scenario where mindful eating is going to be supportive and serve you. It's actually like if you're trying to use mindful eating in that scenario, your body's going to perceive that as restriction because in that moment, the need for food is urgent and the need to essentially the need to overeat food because of the way the pattern of eating has gone that day is urgent and chaotic. So if we are trying to slow down and like, you know, really be present and, and eat slowly or whatever, that is actually a restrictive mechanism. So we need to get you into a place where you're not getting to those places of chaos and urgency all the time. And that's where you're going to be able to fully embrace mindful eating. And it's going to be much easier for you to do it in that way. So, I mean, my, my next bullet point here was where, where does mindful eating go wrong? And I feel like we kind of talked about that, right? Uh, kind of talked about that through and through where it becomes a control mechanism. It becomes something, um, you know, a tool for weight loss, a tool for control. And if it's coming from that place, it is not going to serve you. It is going to backfire. Um, it is not supportive. So we have to make sure like, essentially, like if I knew for certain that, playing around with not eating in a distracted way or playing around with mindful eating was going to have no impact at all on my body shape, size, weight, whatever. Would I still be trying to address it with the same vigor? Or am I attaching to a story somewhere deep down that if I stop eating while <laughs> eating while watching Netflix or stop eating in a distracted way, then I will eat what eat less and then I will lose weight. Like, is there that kind of story or narrative going on? Definitely something to, to check in with. Um, so I guess to give you a tip of where to start with applying mindful eating, this is a tool that I 
often recommend to my coaching clients. And that is something called the three bite experiment. It is straight out of the intuitive eating book. I don't think it's in the workbook itself, which is something that I I have my clients get when I'm working with them, but it is a tool that's in the the intuitive eating book. Uh, So the three bite experiment is basically the first bite of your meal, a middle bite of your meal, and somewhere around the last bite. It doesn't have to be the exact last bite, but around the last bite, we are checking in with hunger, fullness, satisfaction. How is it tasting? You know, what's the temperature of the food? Like, how is this all going? What's my environment like? Like, we are just fully embracing mindful eating, but only for those three bites. And that is a much lower, lower stakes than telling yourself to like be fully distraction free and fully present for your whole meal. Um, So you can do this for a couple meals a day or just a couple meals a week, whatever works for you. And just be curious about how does it feel in those, you know, moments, you know, during those bites do it, you know, is it enjoyable? What am I noticing uh, when I'm checking in? And this can be really helpful. And I think it can, again, lead to you actually doing it because it's not such a big task of like totally drastically shifting how you typically um, go about your meals. And I didn't say this either, but, you know, for those three bites, ideally, you're, you know, obviously you're not scrolling, maybe you pause the Netflix or whatever, um, and you're just really fully present with those bites. So that is my recommendation, my tool for you to use today um, to explore this idea of mindful eating. All right, guys, that is a wrap on today's episode. A reminder once again that if you're getting so much out of the podcast and really enjoying it um, and you have just a moment to leave a rating or review on iTunes, I would love that. It would be so helpful. It helps the podcast get out to more people. um, So that would be great. All right, guys, I will talk to you soon.